Soloist Podcast. It's your gracious host, Solomon Jones. And I'm just doing a quick recap of my trip in Austin. You know what I'm saying? Definitely uh, one of the most inspirational trips that I've ever been on. And where do I begin? Let's let's begin because it's, you know, I'm, I'm just going to walk through it, right? So basically... <clears throat> I flew out of Minneapolis and I flew to Houston and I had about a, uh, an hour, it's hour layover. It was supposed to be an hour and a half, but the plane, you know, there was a delay. So it was an hour layover. And in Houston, I got to meet LAR movement. He met me, um, briefly and and that meant a lot to me and i don't i don't think he understands that and i, I did tell him that but meeting la our movement <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> in houston was a big fucking deal you know because i only had an hour he didn't have to meet me and so we were trying to find a place to eat but it's kind of hard to eat with that little time so we we're in the airport and we ate at the, the Marriott and we were just chopping it up. And yo, real talk, LA is cut up, man. You know what I'm saying? LA, man, you you can tell like, yo, you know, he's 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 cut up. You feel me? He's a he's a real brother, man. And I still own fifty dollars, by the way, because the Vikings lost. <laughs> hey LA, man. Um I'll 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 cash app it to you, bro. <laughs> I'll cash app it to you. Um, but yo, that was dope meeting him. And I almost missed my flight from Houston to Austin. And, uh, I don't know because I was literally running. Right. And, and my back, I, I messed up my back cause I, I had, I had so much luggage, right. With my camera equipment and laptop and whatnot. And so I touched down in Austin and I was staying at the Hyatt in Austin. No, the Hyatt in Austin, bro. I paid like an extra $15 a night just to get that view. They have like a little river where you see people kayaking, even in in the middle of winter, right? People are kayaking. And and Austin is one of these liberal fit cities where you got a lot of people who are into working out, right? Which is dope because Minneapolis is kind of like that too. You know, it's, it's weird though. When you go to these cities, you'll either see people who are like really fit or people who are not fit, you know, but hey, that's that's America for you, right? And so the hotel the, at the Hyatt was dope. And usually what I do is when I go on a trip like this, I, I record the hotels. And then what I do is for my Black in Minneapolis series, I just throw it up on a vlog and just do like a walkthrough. And I think the Hyatt... The hotels, they must have either been brand new or renovated because they were very contemporary. Um, The beds were nice. The view was nice. The only thing I didn't like about the Hyatt was the bathroom uh, shower head was kind of low. Um, The Arizona Hotel, because, you know, I I was in Arizona a month ago for Christmas. They, uh, the Candlestick, I was at the, the, the Talking Stick Hotel, not Candlestick, but the Talking Stick Hotel, they had it had the best bathroom shower head ever. I mean, it was high as shit. It was like twelve feet high. The water was great. The bathroom was just beautiful. But the Hyatt hotels were, eh, you know, 
And so I touched down, and then me and uh, my good friend Ian Bellina, we went to Perry's Steakhouse, I believe it's called, one of the best steakhouses there. And we, we, we were just chopping it up, catching up. You know, I hadn't seen Ian in four years. And for those of you who are not familiar with Ian Bellina, he is a, you know, he's a, a crypto investor. And he also runs a company known as Token Metrics. And, you know, Ian became a, a celebrity in the cryptocurrency space by coming up with this revolutionary spreadsheet idea that where he was able to break down ICOs, initial coin offerings. And Ian made a lot of people millionaires. He made a lot of people thousandaires. He, he made a lot of people rich back in those days you know what i mean because of his knowledge and, and advice and you know at that time you know people say well you know we, if you knew the guy before why didn't you get into icos i'll be honest and i've said it privately and i've said it publicly but i just didn't have enough money let's just keep it 100 i just didn't have enough money i had just <clears throat> when i got into crypto I had just literally started a new job where I was making less money at the time. And so if you're anybody who's been unemployed, you know that unemployment ain't shit. And, you know, I fell behind on some bills and stuff like that. So I was trying to get caught up. But long story short, that's neither here or there. Right. So me and Ian were catching up. And there was a guy, uh, an Afrobeats artist that came through by the name of Squeeze Torella. You know what I'm saying? And, and Torella is raw, bro. Like, he's a raw dude. Um, you know, he was singing in the whip. You know, he's a really cool brother, man. And he was just giving a lot of motivation. And Torella is, um, you know, he was actually signed to a company in the UK, a, a record label. You know what I mean? And now he's independent and, you know, he's trying to do different things. And he's a dope artist, a dope brother. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get him on to maybe do a live stream because he, he was very motivational, very inspirational. So we're there at the steakhouse and Ian is just telling me what's been going on with him for the last four years. Right. And And we're just chopping it up. And it's just good to see him, you know, just good to see him. And him and Torella both, they're just, it's just the synergy, like, between all of us. Just, like, talking about, like, being, like, wanting success. And, and talking about the, the mindset to be successful. Talking about the steps to get there. And it was just very, very motivating. It was very empowering. You know, the, 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 it's the, that's the type of conversation that I love having with people, not conversations. You know, people always want to hit me up and talk about black women this and women that. I don't care about that. You know what I mean? Like, and when I say I don't care about that, it's kind of like, like, bro, I talk about that on YouTube. I don't want to talk about that off YouTube. Like, let's talk about something different. And when you're around people like Ian... And Squeeze Torella, you know, we were talking about that. So, I mean, it was a dope conversation. 
Um, we ended up having a crazy night <laughs> that, that I can't really get into. Disclaimer, you know, when you hang around millionaires, you got to sign disclaimers, right? <laughs> but but the night ended up uh, pretty interesting. I, I'll, I'll put it like that. So the next day, of course, Friday, you know, um, that's my birthday. And so I went to Ian's uh, condo and I met Diego. And off the bat, me and Diego have a deep fire conversation. Diego's a really cool dude. And he's telling me about his journey into, you know, crypto and his weight loss journey, how he lost weight and how he found himself because he was kind of believing the hype of him becoming successful, becoming a millionaire, traveling the world with the 100X team, with Ian. And then he had to get off social media and how he found himself again, you know. And so me and Diego connected like that because he's also an advocate of NoFap as well. So off the bat, me and him, we connect like that. And so we, we just sit down, we do an interview, and I post a part of the interview on my channel. Now, the good stuff, the crypto stuff, that's on Patreon. I know people say, oh, well, where, where's the, the crypto talk? That, that's why you got to go on www.patreon.com slash solo 84 to get the good shit. Like I said, I've, I've said this now for the last two years. My best content is on Patreon. People who are going to support me financially, they're going to get the best content. Facts. So, you know, Diego and, and Ian and I, we, we go to, um, you know, we go to the, what's the place called? The Domain, I believe it's called in Austin. That's like the, the mall area and we, they've got different stores and, and bars. So we go there, we, we go to a restaurant and, and we catch up because Diego hadn't seen Ian in a while as well. So we're all just catching up and we're talking about different coins that we're bullish on, and, and we're talking about, you know, uh, just different things. And then fast forward, and I saw my homie, Ugo. You know, I, I always call him Hugo, but his name is Ugo, right? And, you know, seeing him, phenomenal. Once again, all these brothers are, are millionaires. They're businessmen, you know, and these are brothers that I had known before. And even before these brothers... um became at the point that they're at they're they were already successful you know what i'm saying in their own right well diego i hadn't met diego until i met him on this trip but when i'm talking about ugo and ian um these guys you know they were already successful before crypto you know and all crypto did is just give them more success so we went there and you know, um, we went to another uh, restaurant as well. But, you know, I was having some stomach pains. And, and, and so it was really, like, affecting me. You know, and it, it's not that I didn't want to get it in in regards to partying or anything. But it's just like, it's just, I don't know, I was having some pains. And so we went to Eddie V's. And at Eddie V's, one of, I met one of Ian's homeboys. This dude had me cracking up the whole fucking night. Uh, I'm going to talk to Ian and see if I can maybe get him on a podcast. This guy was fucking hilarious. Like, I call him the plug of Austin. And I, and I forgot his name. Um, I'll remember it probably here shortly. But, you know, he was telling us about Austin women and, 
you know, the scene in Austin, you know, if you want to get a bus down, go to the dirty, you know what I'm saying? He was telling us the difference between the west side of Austin, the east side, and, and just giving a lot of game, like this guy, and he was fucking funny as shit. He was funny as hell, like he was a funny dude, man, and he had me cracking up, like this dude... He could easily be a podcaster or YouTuber, bro. Like, he's just got that personality. You know what I mean? And then we ended up going to some um, bar. I don't remember the name. I don't really, you know, the bar. Eh, you know, I don't, and I, I really don't remember the um, the bar scene. We didn't really go out to a lot of bars. You know, we just went to this one bar. And the bar was popping. You know, we we talked to a couple girls there and whatnot. It was it was cool. It was dope. You know. And the next day was Saturday. We ended up, yo, Saturday was lit. So Saturday basically <laughs> I was recovering from the night before, right? Hold up, let me take a little sip. I was recovering from the night shenanigans before. And then we went to this uh this Asian spot, this Japanese uh sushi place. Bruh. It was like a 20 course sushi meal, bruh. They were just like they were just rolling out different types of food, bruh. Like one they had like salmon with there was like on on the little wood thing, and there was like fire crackling. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you ever seen like a a pig getting roasted on an open fire. It was kind of like that, but it was like kind of smaller and the salmon was doing that. Um, they had sushi, like they brought these boxes out and they brought the sushi out. I mean, this shit was crazy. I've never had that. This shit was just fire. You know what I mean? And, and we're just eating good. You feel me? And it's just like, and I'm just my, like, my mind is just blown, fam. You know, I'm eating sushi that I ain't never ate before, and you know, and I'm not even, anybody who knows me knows, I don't really eat sushi like that, but bro, th- that night I was open-minded, I was like, as long as it's not shrimp or or, or squid, I'm, I'm good, I'll try anything, you know, and then um, afterwards we went out, and I can't really say much, but I will say this, I met a young lady, and uh, she may be coming on the podcast, I- I'll leave it like that. But I met a, a lady in Austin. She might be coming on the podcast. You know, me, me and her, we had a little connection. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Austin is real, bro. Austin is real. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to be going back there. But I'm, I'm going to go back after COVID. You know what I'm saying? After COVID for sure, bro. Um, and I can see why it's popping. You know what I mean? It's a vibrant city. And, and, you know, if you go to the right place, I mean, it can be very cheap. Now, people are going to ask me about the prices and stuff. I don't really know because salute to Ian. <laughs> Anytime we went to a restaurant or a, a, a bar or a club or anything like that, he got me, right? Now, the most important part I want to say is, like, to me, the whole trip was just inspirational. Just to have these type of conversations with these type of brothers, man, you know, one of the things I will say is Ian is one of the most ambitious, driven people that I've ever met in my life. And he is an insane belief in himself. An insane belief in himself. You know, and he's always had that since day one. 
since day fucking one. Whether it was him when he used to take the train when he was flat broke, right? A, a decade ago, he always had that insane belief. And Ian is a guy who, when he has a goal, he makes plans towards that goal. He has an action plan, right? Where he writes out a plan. And then he goes after it. And no matter how long it takes him, he, he achieves that goal. That's, that's, that's the type of guy that he is. And, and that's why he's so successful. He's very disciplined, meticulous on how he does shit. And he only surrounds himself with people that are driven, people that are motivated. He doesn't waste his time with people that aren't driven. Because he's a focused individual. You know what I'm saying? And Ugo is too. I mean, Ugo is relentless as well. You know, these guys are go-getters and stuff like that. So talking to these guys and, and, and seeing these guys has been inspirational for me. And, you know, it's a different, like, the, the cryptocurrency community is different than, you know, the uh, the the Manosphere community, totally. Because in the cryptocurrency community, it, it's people who are trendsetters. They believe in... In, in cryptocurrency, they believe in Bitcoin, Ethereum, or what have you, in, in, in something that is still, you know, I mean, you can see it now taking action, right? You can you see the Bitcoin kiosk everywhere now, right? And a lot of stores are accepting Bitcoin and stuff, but there's still a, a, a long way off until mass adoption happens, and these guys are trendsetters. That's why one of the reasons why I call my cryptocurrency group the Trendsetters Cryptocurrency Conglomerate because to to have that vision of something that most people don't understand it makes you a trendsetter it makes you a futurist and so the, it, that trip has inspired me and as I'm making this podcast is is for. 46 a.m. in the morning right now you know i've been up the last three hours i've been you know editing videos um working on the some crypto stuff uh as well as you know moving files to my external hard drive i've got two laptops going on right now as i'm speaking i'm recording on one laptop and the other laptop i'm doing you know moving files just to make more room for that laptop to be so it runs more efficient and faster and at the end of the day, when I look at 2021, the goals that I want to achieve, um, it's it's important that I, I I continue to evolve. Because if I don't evolve, if I don't have conversations with people like that, then, you know, I'm just going to be stuck at where I'm at. And honestly speaking, a lot of the stuff that I, I talked about on YouTube in the past, stuff like that. I mean, real talk, it's it's like my mindset has shifted now completely. Like, yeah, I, I still enjoy talking about, you know, doing video reactions and talking about women and, and roasting and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, uh, I'm focused on financial freedom and just freedom, period, to be able to do what I want to do. Because I feel and I know and I think that that would make me not just a better content creator overall, because then I'll have more time to dedicate to my tr craft instead of making videos at 4 a.m., right? But I, I truly believe that it'll also make me a better person. 
You know, you have to go after what you're passionate about. And no matter how long that dream takes, no matter how hard it may seem, you have to go after it. And, you know, I remember one part of, of the interview that, you know, I'm going to be posting on Patreon uh, because, you know, it, it, it's just Patreon only. Ian said, yo, just put it on Patreon because your YouTube channel is wild. I was like, yeah, facts, facts. I got you. But one thing that Ian said is like when he first got into cryptocurrency that he would, you know, he would work from eight to five and then, you know, from you know, six to midnight or from six to, you know, three, four AM, he would then work on uh, and, and research cryptocurrency, you know? So you're talking about a guy who's doing this every night, you know, six to 12 hours a night, sometimes even 12 hours and just would really steady this to the point that it affected his day job. And that's the type of person Ian is. And and, and I, I admire him a lot. You know, I don't idolize him. <laughs> you know, I, I, I admire him. I admire him truly greatly. He's one of he, he's one of the greatest men that I've ever met in my life. Because I, I've seen I've seen where he's coming from. And to be able to see that in person, like that lets me know anything is fucking possible, bro. Anything is possible. You know, he's a very smart individual. Ugo is as well. I mean, I didn't I haven't known Ugo as long as I've known Ian, but like I said, I've known these guys before they became millionaires, and these guys have always been driven. And to see Ian still hungry like that, talking about man, okay, I'm a millionaire, but fuck it, I want to be a billionaire, you know, like, and he's gonna do it. <laughs> he's gonna become a billionaire, my nigga. That's the crazy part. Like, if Ian says it, he's gonna do it. So it's kind of like, yo, I'm looking at this now, and I'm looking at it like now, and for me to become a multimillionaire, my mind has to change too. It has to change. But why Why not? Why can't I be a, a multimillionaire? My friends have the blueprint. They gave it to me. And, and Ian says, yo, like, I, I got to salute you because when I told you about the crypto, you actually took action, you know? And I said, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I? You know, because, like, if Ian tells me something business-wise, I'm always going to listen because I, I know that he's not going to steer me wrong. You know, he's a very smart brother, man, and I have a lot of respect for him. And Ugo as well. I, I mean, I got a lot of respect for both of those guys. And shout-out to Diego, man. A lot of respect for him, too. Torella, all those guys, very driven. And including the brother that had me cracking up, I mean— it's it's a it's a brotherhood, man. The cryptocurrency is a brotherhood, and I've talked about that before on YouTube. It's a brotherhood because if you believe in cryptocurrency and you're an advocate of cryptocurrency, and you practice, and by practicing I mean you know how to buy cryptos off an exchange and then you know get into a wallet. If you do practice cryptocurrency, you're part of a small brotherhood. You're part of like, uh, you know, I'm not saying we're at the very very beginning. But this is certainly not the end or even the middle. Like, you're, like, here at the at the start. You know what I'm saying? And there's a lot of people who don't believe in it. And and I was telling Ian, you know, bro, what's going to happen is a lot of people, they, they're going to wake up one day and they have no choice but to, to use cryptocurrency because it's the wave, it's the future. You know? A lot of people are going to just be shocked that all of a sudden now, 
you got to do that. But you know what? Guess what? One day, you know, there was a time where people did, were, didn't want to do credit cards because they thought that was the mark of the beast. Or they didn't want to do credit cards because they were so used to cash and writing checks. And guess what? They had to do credit cards. And, and the way crypto is, because of how fast it moves and the blockchain technology, it's inevitable. That's, that's why you even hear banks being bullish about it now, you know? And there are a lot of people who don't pay attention to stuff like this. And cryptocurrency has forced me to pay attention now, not just to the crypto market, but also the stock market and the worldly markets, period. You know, you got to pay attention to that. And unfortunately, in the sector of YouTube that I'm in, I'm, I'm kind of ashamed to say that there's certain people that they're not taking this serious as they should. And I'm not just talking about content creators, but the viewers, they're more focused on women and getting coochie. And fine, I get it. Women are important. Yes, I get it. You know, some guys, <laughs> I get it. But at the end of the day, when you have conversations with guys that are millionaires, these guys, they're not worried about women, bro. They're not worried about women because women come with the lifestyle. That's just like the cherry on top. These guys are talking about, okay, how are we going to become billionaires? How, you know, when, when Ian mentioned about, uh, for example, buying his parents a house, like that was, you know, that was like a crazy conversation to me. You know, the first night I had touched down and we went to Perry's and he's talking about, you know, buying his parents a house, fulfilling that promise that he made to them back in 2018. And to me, that's like one of the old, like to me, that's like when you made it, dog. In my opinion, that's like when you made it. I mean, some people might think, oh, I made it because I got a million Instagram followers. Or some people might say, oh, I made it because I'm driving, you know, a Wraith. Or some people think I made it because now I'm a millionaire. To me, in my opinion, when you had a position where you can now fulfill promises to your parents, for example, like where you say, I'm going to buy my parents a house and you do it, you made it. You made it. You made it. That's the best thing you can do as a son to honor your, your father and mother by, by buying them a house or by, by showing them how much you care about them. It's not about the money in aspect. It's about the fact that you're able to give them something back and say thank you. You guys raised me in a nice home, and you guys taught me the, the value of hard work, how to stay disciplined, how to be motivated, right? And, you know, Ian was saying that, you know, when I was young, I kind of resented at times that my mom was tough on me, but now that I'm older, I thank her for it. It's because of how she raised me that I'm successful. And, and when you look at that, that type of mindset, it's very important to honor your parents. And it's very important to have your parents in your life. And unfortunately for some of us, they, you know, some people don't have that where you, you have your, your mother and father in your life. And a lot of people don't realize how that can, you know, determine if, if a person is successful or not. Because for a lot of us, it gets started at the home. You feel me? Now, there's some of us who are able to rise above that, right? We, where we don't have a, both parents at the home. Or some of us don't have parents either, right? Or some pe When I say by some, I'm talking about people in general. And some people are still able to make it. And, and, I, and I, I think that it shouldn't discourage you from trying if you're not able to buy your parents a house because your parents are are not around or you don't know them you know um it still shouldn't deter you from 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 doing your thing because at the end of the day 
your goals are the goals that you set as an individual. And, and you shouldn't have to, you know, don't compare yourself to other people. Because if I compare myself to, to my friends, then I would, you know, it's easy to become discouraged. But the way I look at it is uh, I, I'm encouraged, not discouraged. I'm encouraged because seeing their success is motivating me. And that's why I'm up at 4 a.m. in the morning making a podcast, working on some stuff, editing videos, uploading files you know, and to an external hard drive, and, and just trying to be a better person overall. I think that 2021 for me is going to be different because I'm, 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 I'm dialed in uh, and knowing myself when I'm dialed in like this, I become a little bit obsessive compulsive. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing, depending on what I'm obsessing about, but I'm dialed in and, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, 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 I truly believe that success is on the horizon for me. And I really think that that's my focus. That's my focus on where I'm at right now mentally. Like, yo, I'm going to get it by any means possible. And that's just how I feel right now. And I have no choice because that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. You know, there, there comes a point where if you see more for yourself, if you want to be better than you are, then you really got to do what you got to do. And that's why I'm up this early doing what I got to do. You know, it's the process of the grind that refines you. You feel me? That's what really refines you. It's the process. And I'm going through the process. And it sucks. Sometimes it sucks. I'm not going to lie. It sucks. But it's also I love it because it's, it's, it's changing me for the better. And that's good. I like that. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast on my uh, trip and uh, regarding to Austin is your boy solo and I'm out. Peace.